Why are people not committing to you even when you feel like you've done everything right? We're going to talk about the top two reasons why this is happening to you, as well as some really exciting life updates from my own life, right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. My name is Gloria Zhang. I'm a therapist and inner child coach, and I help high achievers break the pattern of toxic relationships and find true love. So first of all, I want to thank everyone who sent me emails and messages. I got a ton of responses about one of my most recent podcasts, which was all about how to get back in touch with that inner child. I've got an update for you all first before we jump into this episode. I posted some teasers on Instagram and some of you have been wondering, why is Gloria packing up? Why is she selling her bed? Like, what's going on? Didn't she just move to a new place two months ago? So what happened is that Andrew and I have been trying to manifest our dream home for a little while. It's on a purchase. We're not purchasing a home yet, but it was a rental and... We've kind of been, you know, looking at places here and there and not really quite feeling it and things would come up and we think, oh, well, I guess this is not the one. But then when we stepped foot into this house, I'm telling you, the moment we walked into that house, we just kind of looked at each other and nodded. And after the showing, we ran back into the car and we sat next to each other and we just said, holy shit, this is the one. This is the house. And so the cat's out of the bag. Andrew and I are moving a little bit outside of Toronto to an area called Richmond Hill. It's actually very much in the suburbs into our dream home. And oh my God, I'm going to start crying. I can't. Okay, I need to take a pause. Okay, this is a very emotional moment for me. And I want to share this with you all to celebrate because I'm so proud of myself for working through all of my inner stuff and getting to a place where I can have this healthy relationship with someone. And we're now taking that next step in our relationship, you know, finding my dream house and being able to restart our life outside of the busy city. Now, maybe by society's standards, I'm a little bit late in terms of milestones, but I've learned to accept that and say that, okay, I'm in my 30s. And maybe I used to want to do this in my 20s, but the reality is I wasn't ready for it back then. I had so much healing to do. And I know inside my heart, inside my soul, that I'm exactly on time the way that things are supposed to work out in my own story. And I want to use this as a light at the end of the tunnel for those of you listening who are also working for your own things. I can honestly tell you 10 years ago, I really thought I was just going to die alone. I don't think I've ever completely openly shared just how dark that time was for me, where all the evidence pointed to 
all these failed relationships, including being drawn towards emotionally unavailable partners, which we're going to talk about today. And to use this as a reminder that it is possible for you to, no matter what you have gone through, no matter what stage of your healing journey that you are currently at. But enough about me, let's talk about this episode. So if you're finding yourself in a situation where you keep dating people that won't commit to you, that means that you're drawn to people who are emotionally unavailable. Now, what is emotionally unavailable? So some people think that it just means you're dating people who are avoidantly attached, and that is not necessarily the case. People who are emotionally unavailable just aren't able to open their hearts up to a long-lasting relationship at the moment. And these can be people who just got out of a long-term relationship, people who are serial monogamists, people who are already married, or people who are long-distance even. They can also be crushes on people or even celebrities that you know in the back of your head are never going to work out. This can include narcissists, and of course, this can also include people who are avoidant. Now, there are two reasons why you are having these issues, but I want to say that no matter which reason applies to you, the reason that you are attracting people who are emotionally unavailable is that you are also emotionally unavailable. Now, if you're saying, hey, Gloria, that's not true. I do want a relationship. Like, look how hard I'm trying. Like, look at all the effort I'm putting into these relationships. Well, I will say that just giving effort does not mean you are emotionally available. If you were truly emotionally available, then you would be choosing partners who would be in a relationship with you, period. Now, reason number one is that you have your blinders on and you are only choosing people that feel familiar and are emotionally unavailable. And you've got the blinders on and you're unconsciously not seeing people that are actually good for you. And it wasn't until I fully realized this in myself that I was able to take full responsibility and change my patterns. A very typical pattern that you might experience is that when you do see someone that's you know, nice and secure and would be a good match, you will come up with this long list of reasons of why things won't work out. You may say to yourself, oh, but they're just not my type, or they've got the wrong hair color, eye color, ethnicity, they've got the wrong kind of job, the wrong kind of career, and oh, they seem kind of boring, or we don't have enough things in interest. Or the worst one is, oh, there's just no spark. And then you meet the emotionally unavailable person and all of a sudden you dive right in. It's all or nothing. You lose yourself in that relationship. You start to cater to them. You try to impress them and try to meet their needs and anticipate their needs before they even express them. And you try to win them over. And you think to yourself, wow, there is a spark here. But guess what? I'm sorry to break it to you. That's not a spark. It's anxiety. What you're feeling is anxiety, and it is a manifestation of your past abandonment wounds, trust wounds that is being disguised as romantic chemistry. And of course, if you want a refresher on those core wounds, definitely check out the very first episode of this podcast. Now, if you want to work through this piece, you have to be very deeply, compassionately honest with yourself on what is it that you are actually doing, right? Your own behavior. Who are you choosing? Who are you choosing to turn a blind eye to? 
One of the things I help students and high achievers inside my program is I actually help people learn how to feel attracted to healthy partners because this seems to be a big barrier where you naturally assume that you're turned off by them or they don't fit your type. So one of our past students, Andrea, is a wonderful example of this. She had a very specific type around height and demeanor and guys that were emotionally closed off. And then she started dating this new guy and she thought that it wasn't going to work out. But then when I helped her explore where that was coming from, she realized that she didn't even give him a chance yet, right? And the reality is when you learn to love someone, the attraction grows more and more over time. It's the opposite of this spark that you're looking for, right? Where things burn very quickly at the beginning and then they kind of fizzle away. Well, genuine, real love doesn't work like that. It's actually the opposite. And it was the same thing with me and Andrew as well. You know, at the beginning, because Andrew was such a nice, wonderful person, I wasn't sure if I felt attracted. And then as I fell more in love and trusted him more and we you know, learned more about each other and then finally learned to understand each other's souls, my attraction to him grew and grew over time and I felt more and more in love with him and that's how it goes and it's possible for you too. Now, if you'd like to learn more about my soulmate program, definitely get in touch on my website by gloriazang.com slash soulmate. Now let's talk about reason number two. Sometimes you are dating secure people and then they won't commit to you either. And so it can't just be on one side. What's actually going on here? Well, there is a second reason, which is also tied into your emotional unavailability. And that is you are actually treating that person like a means to an end. You have a hidden agenda of wanting to bypass and skip through the natural progressions and milestones of the relationship. And you just want to get to the end, which is that commitment, right? Same wounds as reason number one. It still comes from that place of abandonment. Now, in psychology terms, we call that premature attachment, where you're trying to lock in that person immediately you might be trying to convince yourself that you're just falling head over heels. But if we're really honest, what you're actually feeling is fear. You're afraid that if you don't lock this one down, that nothing good is ever going to come again and that you have to trick this person into committing to you before they can leave, right? We got to be honest here. And that is the truth. And the thing is, even secure people aren't oblivious. When you have that hidden agenda and you have that timeline in the back of your mind and you have a checklist of if I do this, then they will do this. And that means we're going to be together forever. I want kids. I want marriage. And I want them to behave this way. People can pick up on your energy. Because if you have those motivations and intentions in the back of your mind, I guarantee you it's going to show up in the way that you talk. It's going to show up in the way that you're showing up to the relationship. It's going to come across in your energy, your tone of voice. Have you ever had a situation where you met someone for the first time and, you know, there was nothing wrong with them technically, but you just got a weird feeling about them, this feeling like you just couldn't trust them? Right? And that's because our unconscious minds are so 
good at picking up subtle changes in body language, in facial cues and expressions. And your unconscious mind will be able to pick up on things that your frontal lobes cannot read, right? And so secure people will feel the exact same way. They will feel a disconnect from you. They will feel misaligned from you if they sense that you have a hidden motivation. Now, if you're saying to me, well, Gloria, I asked them why they broke up with me and they told me it was X, Y, and Z. That's exactly what I mean. Their conscious brains may not be able to rationalize or put together why they couldn't trust you. And so they're going to tell you a different reason instead, right? They're going to say, oh, our plans just don't work out or I'm too busy at work or I don't think this is a good fit because they can't quite pinpoint what it was. But I guarantee you, if you have this hidden agenda, that they are able to interpret that and pick that up from your energy. Now, this is why inner child work is so important because we may think that we're fooling other people, right, by quote unquote doing the right things, trying to be the best girlfriend, but you cannot fool other people and you can't fool yourself. This is why it's so important to work on your own self-esteem issues, to work on your own securities before bringing that into a relationship and projecting that onto your partners. Because if you're treating your partners as a means to an end, then you're not really interested in the person. You're not really getting to know them on a deeper level. You're not seeing them as a human being that they are. You are seeing them as a vehicle towards getting that commitment or a ring on the finger or that happy ending. And I know that this might be hard to hear and there might be a part of you that feels, you know, a little bit defensive towards what I'm saying. But, you know, if you really sat with yourself and thought about it, is it true? By the way, if you're getting any breakthroughs or aha moments from this, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at ByGloriaZang telling me what you learned. I absolutely love hearing from you. And my final call to action that I want to give you as something to do at the end of this episode, you know, I want to bring back one of my mottos, which is kind of the foundation of my program, the way I work with clients. And that is people are mirrors for us. I used to do this a lot where I would meet all these emotionally unavailable partners and then I would create a story in my head about how it was all their fault. You know, and then I would say some very rude things that I think is very inappropriate. Now I might start thinking like, oh, all women are this or all men are that. And relationships are this and marriages, oh, ball of chain and all of these negative connotations that we put meaning on. But the only common denominator in all of my past relationships and dates and situationships was me. I was the common denominator. And so if we're taking the approach that people are mirrors, what that means is the dynamics that you see around you in your external world are actually reflecting back to you something about you, something that's internal. And if I'm drawn to all these emotionally unavailable people, then what does that say about me? What is it about me that is keeping the cycle going? And so I encourage you to... Take out a mirror and observe your own behaviors and your own actions. One of the things that I notice about myself 
is when I was going on dates and somebody didn't reply to me right away, or if somebody was very cold and brushed me off, that that was a trigger for me. That that would make me like that person even more. And it's kind of painful to think about, right? To have to think to myself, why is it that I have feelings for people that don't like me? And I realized it goes all the way back to my inner child wounds. And I realized that I didn't actually like these people. I was just trying to win them over to prove to myself that I am worthy of love, that I am worthy of attention. And nine times out of 10, you know, if you ever do end up winning that person over, you'll stop liking them because you never actually truly like them to begin with. So observe your actions. Think about the two points that I talked about in this episode. Number one being that you are choosing people that are emotionally unavailable and you have blinders up to those who would be a good match for you. And number two, that In fact, you are treating the other person like a means to an end. You're not really getting to know them as a human being. And you've placed a timeline and a hidden agenda on that relationship that they are picking up subtle energy from your interactions, from your behavior. And that's it for today, my loves. I got to get back to work because we are ramping up our coaching calls inside of our soulmate program. We've got an amazing small group of high achievers. Everyone is ready to learn. Everyone is ready to change their patterns and heal their childhood. So we're going to get on that. If you're interested in learning about the next enrollment, send me an email or go visit bygloriazank.com soulmate. And thank you so much, folks. I will see you all or talk to you all in the next episode. And the next episode is going to be in my brand new house. Woohoo! Have an amazing rest of the week. And I hope these tips were helpful. Gloria out. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot. So thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.